Welcome to Scooby-Doo Legend of the Podcast, the podcast where we try to investigate the cinematic timeline of Scooby-Doo. I'm your host, Ashton. And I'm Carolyn, Ashton's mother host. Other, other, other host. Yep. But you're only the other. There's only two There's of us. There's only two of us today, but if we took Anka into consideration your regular hosts, you know, but I'm your mother host. <laughs> Welcome to chapter 36, Riva Ross Regus. We are on six episodes now of What's New Scooby-Doo. This was your first real introduction to What's New Scooby-Doo. Yes, other than listening to the others. I've listened to all the others you've done. What did you think of this series? Now they're grown up. You it, haven't been here since Pup. I know. It was fun and I just had to giggle that you and I got the Vegas. Yeah. One just because, <laughs> you know, we have the, our house in Vegas and not that, I mean, like they were, yeah, we'll get into that, but all of the big hotels and that, and we don't. Very, very seldom do we go down the strip and go to the big hotels, but I just thought that was funny because we have a house in Vegas and then you and I got to do this one. I know London's going to be disappointed. She was looking forward to seeing the news anchor again. Oh. <laughs> she, I think she comes back more, but yeah, we saw her again. Hmm. I told her I was doing it, and she's like, I'll have fun. <laughs> no, it was fun to see him bigger. Yeah, all and older and... More mature. For the most part. For, well, <laughs> yeah. True, true that, right? Okay, synopsis for this episode. The gang wins a competition to go to Las Vegas to meet teen pop sensation Lindsay Pagano who takes a liking to Fred, but they soon end up trying to uncover the mystery of a deceased magician named Rufus Rockus, whose ghost has risen from the grave to haunt the theater that Lindsay is performing at. So we'll jump into Fred... Okay, so my first note for Fred is he took Daphne's sunglasses so he could do an Elvis impersonation. <laughs> that definitely seems more like they're playing around type thing, you know, like and they teasing were in each the, other. In the van. Yeah. When they were driving when they did that. Yeah, they were like just entering Vegas and being like, ooh, ah, look at all the sights. And they were naming hotels, which <laughs> that's what I thought was funny, because like in Vegas, there's New, New York, New York, but it was Newark, Newark. And then there's the Bellagio, but they called it the Garagio. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember if it was this episode or if it's another episode, but Shaggy is like, and look, they're playing rats instead of cats. Oh. The musical. I <laughs> can't remember if that was this episode. But it was Fred too. He says, in all kinds of Vegas impersonators. 
And that's when he took her glasses <laughs> yeah. and put them on and was impersonating ba- or Elvis. Elvis. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, so eventually he saves Lindsay Pagano from like a falling boat. Was it a boat? Robot? Yeah, but I think it was on stage, so it was tied up. Oh, well, yeah. That probably was used for something. But that's what, yeah, that's what was falling, gonna fall on her. And yeah, so he saved her, and because it, like, the ropes caught on fire. And so they, that's why it's, like, snapped and burned and almost fell on her. And then. My last note form, I really don't have a lot for many of them. I say that, I feel like, every episode. <laughs> but he has an energy bar, and that oh, makes yes. him full. <laughs> I feel great. I ate an energy bar. I'm really full. Dude, I wish I could get full on an energy <laughs> bar. <laughs> I just found that. I mean, it kind of makes sense, though, once we learn... Like that he plays sports and stuff. It, well, I feel like kind of connects to that. It's like, oh, hurry and take this after school so I can go practice or something. Right. Something easy on the stomach. Yeah. True. That's all I have for Fred. <laughs> I had, so we eventually meet, which we'll get to, Mr. Stone. But so Mr. Stone, and I don't, I didn't write down what he said, but he said something. And Fred's all, oh my gosh, like, serious. And Mr. Stone is like, Fred, that was a joke. Oh, ha, 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 ha. And then Mr. Stone says a joke. And, or was it opposite? Anyway, Fred is laughing when he shouldn't be and not laughing when he should be with Mr. Stone. He doesn't know how to take him. Yeah, he was, because Mr. Stone, well, no, he asked Mr. Stone, so why did you go with a something hotel? Oh, yeah. New Jersey hotel yes, theme yes. or whatever. Right. And he was like, well, our first idea was pirates or something, but that was taken. So we had to go with our next choice. And he's like, oh, that makes sense. And he's That's like, right. No, that was a joke, kid. <laughs> yeah, kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't know I'll take him. Which, I mean, I feel like I didn't know how to take Stone either, because, like, he's starting out making jokes and whatever, but then all of a sudden they're suspecting him, like, trying yeah. to watch him and stuff, and then he was like, get out of here, this isn't for you kids. Yeah, they go start spying on him. Daphne! Wait, I had one more thing. Oh. But, Fred! Oh, I did not take good notes this time. He was... Or was that with Mr. Stone, too, where they went into the sauna room? Yeah, that was with Mr. Stone. Okay. And Mr. Stone can't see. He has glasses on or something. Mm-hmm. And Fred, is he can't say talk in his normal voice. So he, he's, like, impersonating Elvis <laughs> again. And because Mr. Stone can't see him, he goes, Oh, hi, Mr. And I can never say the name. Angle... Bert Humperdinck, who, yeah, I, I know the name. I'm not like London. Oh, she knows I have no all. idea who it is. Oh, 
well, you should look her and look <laughs> him up. Because I know the name. I wouldn't know how to spell it. It'll, oh, yeah, we'll get close. But I just thought it was funny because then Fred's like, uh, sure, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being Elvis. Like, don't I do such a good impersonation of that? That's the second time I've done it. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have Daphne's glasses, though. That time. No, Mr. Stone had glasses on. Yeah, but I'm just saying he couldn't get into the mood. Like he should. <laughs> Hunter Dink. Okay, he is. Is he a singer? Okay, Angle. His name is so hard. Engelbert Humperdinck is an English pop singer. Humperdinck has been described as one of the finest middle-of-the-road balladeers around. He singles Release Me and The Last Wolf both topped the UK music charts in 1967 and sold more than a million copies each. He was born in 1936. Yeah, when I saw his picture, I know, I'm just, like, I know the name. I mean, just don't know no. people, like... The name doesn't sound familiar at all. It doesn't stick with me. Like, London can give you all kinds of... Like you can with all kinds of Scooby shows. <laughs> like, oh, here, yeah, this happened in this one. <laughs> anyway. Yep, that's what I keep in my library. <laughs> <laughs> Not other stuff. What's in your head? That library in your head? Anyway. I thought that was funny, because I don't think Engelbert Humperdinck and Elvis sound the same, the same. <laughs> not to my knowledge, but anyway. Is that all you had for Fred now? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Wow. Onward. Daphne! Hmm. She's excited about all the shops when they get there. Yes. Look at this shop, look at that one. Of course she looks at the shops. She's not too keen on Fred playing with her sunglasses either. So much so that she breaks them. No problem. I'll just go buy a new pair. Yeah, no really. No big deal. You know. There goes a lawnmower. There goes. Yep. <laughs> Heard it in another one. Yep. <laughs> Every um, time. The lawn gets mowed on Friday afternoons. Now you know when we're recording this. <laughs> All right, before you know, we're still stream. Have to live life. <laughs> Are we not living life? No, I'm just saying you get to hear all those noises. Dogs and puppies on my mowers lap. and <laughs> AC blowing. I need a soundproof room. All right. We just need to go into a closet. Oh, my closet. Oh, yeah, but we're not gonna have London and Mariah every <laughs> time going in there. The one in the hall here needs to be bigger. Yes, right? <laughs> or the one in the bonus room have some depth yeah. to it. Everybody pile in the closet. <laughs> Squeeze on a shelf. Just need, just need to get the soundproofing padding in this room. Put on some walls. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so she broke her sunglasses... Because Fred was playing with them. So she said they were like such cheap ones and whatever. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay. I mean, apparently if you can just snap them. I wonder what cheap to her is. Or yeah, inexpensive true. or cheap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
she got to meet her favorite boy band that's performing at this hotel, which is Fate's Fool. Okay, I could not understand the name. I keep trying to put subtitles on, and every time I push it, nothing happens. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I, yeah, I wrote cool. down boy bands, but I didn't get the name. Their name. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they probably all had individual names, but I didn't catch their individual names. Well, yeah, because I think at one point they were talking to one of them and they said his name. Like all three of them? Mm-hmm. And they were speaking directly to one. I'm pretty sure they said a name. I didn't catch that. But they're Fate's Fool. <laughs> That's their band name. At least you got that. I did not. <laughs> I did not. Uh, she also asks if she can try on Lindsay's clothes. Which a part of me is like, isn't that just like her performing clothes? Mm-hmm. Not really like hers. You would think. Unless. Oh, she just brought her whole wardrobe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. She, I mean, she might have some regular street clothes that she changes into, but they didn't seem to be just yeah something you'd hang out in. But, I mean, she let her try them on. <laughs> we never did see her try anything on, but... I was going to say, I don't remember them. No. Or her trying them on, seeing her. That's all I have for Daphne. <laughs> And See how much I have? Yeah, I don't have a lot going forward. Velma, my whole one note for her, she buys a sweater that looks exactly like the one she's always wearing. <laughs> she's like, I couldn't resist. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, you can't resist because that's your, that's your brand. One. Are those made specifically for you? <laughs> yeah. Might have been just a shade off. When she held it up to her other one, but it was a still an orange sweater, so. <laughs> Do you have anything else for Velma? Because I failed at her. I have, at the one point, she's on the computer. So they were looking at when the stones were falling. Yeah. And it was like they had recorded it. It mm-hmm. was recorded or something, and she was on the computer and could do stuff with it to help him figure this out. Which I find it funny that... Because they handed him a VHS tape and then they're playing it on a computer. That's right. Like, did they just transfer it to digital or something? Because I remember the VHS. And so... Oh, it's VHS. Yeah. But but then they put it into the... I mean, we don't see him put it into the computer, but they're working on it. They're watching it on the computer. And so... (laughs) I missed. Well, I missed it, but I didn't. Yeah. Well, and, oh, I mean, again, cartoon, whatever, but, like, it being a VHS, I mean, even if you did convert it to digital, it's not its original file at that point, so you wouldn't really be able to digest and take apart... The way they were. Yeah, take apart the visual effects from it, because, again, it's... They... If they transferred it to digital, then... It's being transferred as one file, not like many little files being mm. as one. Because like, so when I edit my videos, like, you know, it's, I start out with the raw video. 
and then I add all this stuff, cut, whatever. So then I export it, and all of the stuff that I added to it gets basically pasted onto there. And so it's like, that video file is all of that, but if you were to uh, digest in back into that file, you can Take pick, out. yeah, pick and piece, but say someone downloaded my video from YouTube or whatever, that's not the original file. So they couldn't take out the little pieces and stuff. Anyway, that's my technical side coming out of it. Well, so it doesn't make sense. Your video and then, oh, wait, I want this. So you glue I'm a just picture of Scooby or something onto yeah. it. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, down the line here. Wait, no, I want to add. Just in my mind, because you and all your technical is beyond me. Well, okay, so but put that's it. How I'm picturing put it in perspective of like scrapbooking or something. So you have a picture, you put Scooby on the picture, right? And that's your new picture. Right. You can take Scooby off. You can move him, whatever. But then, if you were to like scan that picture and print it, you know, again or like copy it or something mm -hmm. that you can't take scooby without cutting the picture right you know so right anyway yeah yeah i'm interesting uh -huh. yeah you're <laughs> little picking e apart in <laughs> cartoon <laughs> yeah you just have to I, let your disbelief go for a bit is that all you had for velma now now we got a leaf blower going <laughs> <laughs> Sorry guys, the art's being groomed. That's all I have. Shaggy, I have a whole one thing and it's at the very, 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 very end. Oh good. <laughs> he and Scooby ended up on top of some of the performers' heads on their fruit baskets <laughs> because they were like, ooh, food, jump into it. And then they like went and picked them up and put them on their heads to go dance with. And then they popped out and were like, whoa, where are we? Well, in the beginning, of course, the villain came out right in the very beginning. And the villain ties them up with a cord. Yeah. And they're, they're floating above the floor. They, they were, I had that for Shaggy. Well, I didn't have it, but it was in here. For Shaggy and Scooby, they got mm -hmm. tied up and they were, um, what did they call it? Floating. Levitating. Yes, levitating. And during the romp, they like Scooby and Shaggy like put him in this like wind tunnel thing, made him fly up and whatever. But then they got caught and caught in it as well. Why am I not remembering that? Because I remember the romp starting. That's I don't remember funny. what those are technically called, but yeah, they just kind of got into shenanigans this episode. They did. <laughs> like they didn't really. <laughs> do much but they were like the background hijinks mm -hmm. so then back to fred sorry thinking of things because like i say i'm new into this season so does he not have the was it called the national enquirer national exaggerator exaggerator mm -mm. not in this Okay, just wondering because that was something we always watched for him. Yes, he doesn't have it, and I mean, I don't think we ever see it again. But the last we learned, his <clears throat> uncle had bought it, so his family owns oh, it. I remember you talking about that. Um, and the last episode of Pup, he got his first article in uh, issue 
okay. it. Um, so he doesn't, he doesn't have it. His thing we're seeing right now is he wants to document stuff. He wants to film stuff and be like, oh, look what we did. Oh, and we're going to see it, I think, in the next episode or the next one after that. He has a camera the whole episode and it's like, I'm making a documentary, blah, blah, blah. So he's just, yeah, he's, we're seeing he wants to document everything. But he's also, recently we're seeing too, being like, oh, I know who you are. I know who you are. And so he just like keeps up with pop culture and everybody. And like a lot of, a lot of the times he feels like the driving force of the episode so, no, no national exaggerator, but he does have his kind of wild ideas still. He, we're also seeing, too, he just is assuming that he can do anything or be anywhere. He's like, so we're going to pose as a band on this grand stage and whatever without asking anybody. So, I didn't see it as much this this episode. I thought he would have been like, we need to pose as magicians or something. Right. But he, didn't, he never did. Yeah, well, he posed as Elvis twice. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So my only note for Scooby is that he chases this cat until it disappears. We see Wait. the cat later on again, but... Right. And the cat just comes out from behind Mr. Stone's legs when they meet Mr. Mm. Stone. And there he is, and... There's the dog, and... <laughs> and Scooby kept getting magnetized to the floor from his collar. Yes. That was a big clue in the mystery. Um, yeah, his dog tag mm -hmm. kept pulling him down to the floor, and they figured out the floor was metal. Or, like, a magnet. Yeah, it had, like, this magnet lever. And, but it was used, like... They had that because it was used as a magician's trick. Mm -hmm. It's how they levitated. Right. And so, but I don't really understand that. Like, how did it make him levitate, but Scooby get pulled down? So, you know, I'm, what I'm thinking, you know how when you take two magnets, sometimes they won't go together? Yeah, it depends on which side. Right. So, did it work that way? Probably. The shoes had to have been... You right. know, the opposite the way. Opposite. And where Shaggy's... Scooby's. Or I mean, Scooby's tag was metal. It mm -hmm. sucked him down to the magnet, but then, yeah, for the magician, his shoes were the opposite of the magnet that was in the floor. That's how. <laughs> I'm not a magician, but that's what I'm going to guess. What we're going with. And is that, with that thing that Scooby and Shaggy got tied up with. Yeah. That must have had the metal in it. Mm -hmm. And they called it something. I was horrible with notes holding the pups. Velma called it something. A certain type of a hose. Yeah, I thought it was a hose because they noted why is it wet. Oh, I didn't. But there had to have been something in that because that mm -hmm. made them levitate also. What about when Shaggy and Scooby were basically guinea pigs for the magician and he put them in the boxes <laughs> yeah and then he couldn't do it but the, the assistant, assistant could. could do it and then they got left and they're all yeah, they're like, wait my head's down there my feet are up there they were in that box thing where you can move their 
body parts around. I don't know. They were into shenanigans again. Yeah. They, <laughs> I mean, I don't think they really volunteered for that. They no, kind of got they volunteered. Got, they did. <laughs> but yeah, they yeah, they were just for comedic relief, really, this episode. <laughs> That's all I had for Scooby. Unless I think of something else. <laughs> Give me a minute. I tend to do that. So we had quite a few side characters actually this episode i know i didn't get all their names down so we have nancy ching who is the news anchor who we originally saw in the first episode of this series um there's no creature like snow creature and we had been talking about because her motive was never explained like she wasn't involved in that episode's mystery but she acted mysterious the whole time but it was never explained why she was being sneaky and mysterious so we have this theory going on that she's plotting something else and so we see her in this episode she's reporting about the famous rufus raucous doing like his last trick or so we think and he's going he's like tied up and spinning on this wheel and trying to escape while the building is being demolished and basically rufus doesn't get out and so she's like, oh my gosh, stop the cameras. Like, Goes running up to it with her hand. <laughs> yeah. Running to put her hand on the lens of the camera. But then we also see her later once Rufus is going to return. And she's basically like, I is he really going to return? I don't know, but I'm the first to report it. <laughs> yeah. So still playing into that thing. He's got, she has something up her sleeve i don't think this is the last time we're gonna see her either Ooh. did you have anything for her the reporter that keeps returning yeah just like the i mean we had the tv anchor and pup mm -hmm. we had the bellboy we had um mr sticky stinky something <laughs> I mean, Bucket-O something. I don't remember his name. Um, no. Good job. <laughs> so, we had Lindsay Pagano. She actually was a actual singer. So, she's like a actual person. They didn't just make her up. Oh, let's see. And so, I didn't realize that. You don't know who Engelbert is. and I. <laughs> her songs were used, like, in the romp and... Okay. The songs she was singing on stage were her real songs. Um, she unfortunately had a very short career. Didn't last much longer after this episode. Um, I mean, she's still alive, but she, it was kind of a one-hit wonder deal type thing. So I don't really know what she does anymore. She might could still be making music. It's just not as popular anymore. But um, yeah, so she was a real person, but... She was performing at the hotel that they were staying at. She showed Fred quite a bit of affection at the beginning, I felt like. Yes. <laughs> Especially because, oh, you saved you me. You saved me. Mm -hmm. And then we kind of already explained, too, she let Daphne try on her clothes. She was like, go ahead. But, yeah, she was just, she was kind of like the, almost like, oh, is the ghost out to get her type of thing? But... Nothing, nothing too crazy with her. No. 
Then we had Del Stone, who was the hotel manager, but we learned does not own the hotel. He just he is just the manager. And he he wanted to postpone Lindsay's show um, until the ghost was caught, and she was like, "No, like we're just gonna do it." <laughs> She's like, "This is my big Vegas show, whatever." Um, but like we were saying earlier, he seems so like up and down. He was like, "Ha ha ha, I'll make a ghost." Oh, but now I'm serious. Yeah. Like you know, and then we saw him in the steam room. They were following him. Which, I mean, well, to be fair, they shouldn't be in there, I guess, but... But, so they were told to watch him. And so they see him come out of somewhere, and, like, he takes off running. Yeah. So that makes you think, mm -hmm. why are you running from us? And that when he's running away, he goes into the steam room, and they follow him in there. And in the steam room, I thought it was funny, because Shaggy is just like... Wiping his brow, <laughs> just sweating, and there's Fred over there impersonating Elvis, and just, anyway, you just watched him, and it was funny. <laughs> Steam rooms, they're hot. <laughs> but, I don't know, I thought it was funny that he ran. It made you suspicious. That's, I know, it's like, did he do something, like, that doesn't involve this? That he's like, oh crap, the cops are gonna find me, someone's, or... The owner of the hotel is going to find out. Like, I feel like he has some side story we don't know about. Yeah. I... Anyway. We had Wacky Pants. He was a magician who basically took over Rufus Rockus's spotlight after he, quote unquote, died. Um, and he just can't get the tricks right. He's just like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. But... I'm still going to try, but supposedly he was trying to steal all of Rufus's secrets before he disappeared. Um, and now Rufus's assistant is now Wacky Pants' assistant. And so that's his, the assistant can just do all the tricks, but Wacky Pants just can't. So Wacky Pants is the one that was trying the trick with his convenient shaggy. Yeah, with the shifting the boxes, the boxes. and yeah. Uh, he, he kind of like reminds me of a clown almost. That's what I picture him as a clown. Yeah. Not <laughs> like he needs to be doing funny clown mm -hmm. things. Not and I guess clowns are magicians also. They do magic tricks, but that's why I pictured him. The magic trick he was doing with Scooby and Shaggy, I picture more of the magician, more in your black tuxedo almost yeah. type. And, oh no, this dude needed to be making cute animal characters out of the balloons. <laughs> <laughs> that I, he didn't fit that type of magician. No. But. That's why his name was Wacky Pants. What? Yeah, he had <laughs> Wacky Pants on. We had Felidia. Okay. I was like, Lydia? Felidia. Felidia. Mm -hmm. They uh, fall. <laughs> yeah, PH. So she was Rufus's assistant, who's now Wacky Pants' assistant. And she's basically like, oh no, Rufus would never fake his own death. He would never leave me with Wacky Pants and all this. <laughs> and we saw her at the beginning. He helped Rufus. Doing his big stunt that he 
apparently failed at. Um, but obviously we didn't get a name then. But yeah, so she's basically just there being the assistant who knows how to actually do the tricks. She's seen him doing it, doing mine up, I guess. Well, he, she helped. Yeah, so like, she's... Then we had a Rufus Rockus, who is alive and well, <laughs> hiding under this hotel uh, that was like built over where the building was demolished. So he's just hiding out. He just wanted out of the spotlight, and apparently this was the way to do it. He wants to go back to street magic, and he didn't realize that uh, Flidia became Wacky Pants' assistant. He was hoping, what she was hoping, that Flidia would take over Rufus's spotlight and get her own career of being a magician, but uh, the stone dude didn't like that. It was kind of a sexist thing. <laughs> yeah, because... Yeah. So, she knew him. Mm -hmm. And she could do him. So... And she, yeah, she wasn't getting paid for what she knew and could do, and so... Yeah, she's... Yeah. <laughs> so that's once they found Rufus, and he came up and saw that, he was like, okay, I'll come back just to save her from... This wacky pants dude. And uh, he helped with the the trap um, because they were having like a big Rufus Returns night type thing. Um, and then obviously the ghost appeared and they were both like doing tricks against each other. Like, oh, I know this trick, but I know this trick. They knew each other's tricks. And there was one point where Rufus was there, and they're like, see? See, he's alive. But then the ghost mm -hmm. of Rufus showed up, and that's, they were all like, wait, there's two of you. Yeah. Could have been a magic trick. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's all the side characters I had. Okay, so I got... <laughs> I did pretty good, huh? So, yeah, the villain was uh, the ghost of Rufus Rockus, who ended up being Flidia, because exactly as we talked about, she was mad at Stone for not letting her have her own career of being a magician, that she had to become an assistant. So the whole time she was just trying to get back at Stone, she wasn't necessarily trying to get at uh, Lindsay or anyone else. Um, so, yeah, she... And that's why, like, oh, the ghost of Rufus Rockets knows all of his tricks and stuff, because it was his assistant who knew all of his tricks. Mm -hmm. So we have not seen Flidia ever come back. I don't see why she would come back for a revenge. Uh, because, I mean, at this point, it's like, well, her career, that kind of could ruin her career, and... Stone may not even be the manager there anymore by the time she gets out. So and wondering why he was running. <laughs> maybe yeah. he has something. Yeah, maybe he gets put in jail with her eventually. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing it was like Yes, that's frustrating that Stone won't let her be the magician. And yet then you look what she did and you're like well, that was stupid. 
And I, it's a cartoon. I know. Picking it apart. Well, I mean, she life. put but people in danger that didn't need to be. Like, oh, and can she have maybe gone to a different hotel to try to get yeah. a job? There's, yeah. There's a lot of them, mm -hmm. you know? And, but again. Does and she I'm, even have to be at a hotel? Does be she? Be a magician? Like, yeah, I mean, of course, these big hotels in Vegas, you can do good, but, and I'm too, what's the word? Uh, logical. I want it to all be logical and do the right thing. But so at one point I, you don't let her be the magician. And then the next point you're like, you dummy. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> so do you think she, did she really think Rufus was dead though too? Yeah. Well, okay. But here's the other thing too. When they find Rufus, the ghost appears down there. And scares them, whatever, right. chasing them. And I feel like she, if she didn't know and saw him at that point, she would be like almost reveal herself and be like, wait, you're alive, you know? Cause, yeah, because like I said, they, there's Rufus mm -hmm. and there's his ghost, but they're all just like, what? Well, and like, and she, how did, did she know about the little secret right. tunnel thing? You know, so. So that I wonder, did she really think Rufus was dead? Yeah. Did he not let her know even that he had survived mm -hmm. that huge hotel falling down? I mean, because it seems like he felt like, I don't know. It seemed like he acted like he didn't tell her and just hoped that everything would work out for her. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, but then she, I mean, she could have found out and, you know, secretly and just, okay, you know, I won't say anything, but I'll go along with my plan. Right. So, yeah. The other thing back to when the hotel was being demolished and they had the huge crane with the wrecking ball on it and then the wrecking ball hits the hotel and it gets stuck in it. Mm-hmm. And that's when the dude controlling the crane is like, oh, shoot, it's stuck in there. Yeah. So the crane is starting to tip over. So he jumps off the crane and runs. But knowing like that the floor was a magnet, but it's a huge hotel. I mean, were there other floors that had magnets? But what made the wrecking ball stick in the hotel and mm -hmm. pull the whole big crane over? I don't know. I just thought that was interesting how we're talking about magnets and then the huge metal wrecking ball. Well, and the other thing, too, we learned, though, that him, the wreckage was recorded at a different time of the actual stunt because the wreckage in the video was all special effects because then Velma took it away and we saw him just get out and go under his little patch. Oh, yeah, the... Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, it's like, I don't know, that just doesn't make sense to mm -hmm. me. It's like, well then, well then who, uh, yeah, I don't, that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> because, when, when did they record his part? Who, who has that footage? Like, 
did the news right. people have that? Because if so, then I feel like they would have figured out, oh, it's special effects. But then, like, what were they recording then when they were airing it, you know, live or whatever? I mean, obviously the demolish, the demolishing of the hotel, but what were they recording inside before they came out? Did he act like he was doing it again? But then it's like... Did they just set up a camera? Yeah. And leave it? But... But again, he was in no real danger. Right, but then... Okay, you think they're going to set up a camera in there. They're thinking that, that, I mean, this whole thing is going to fall down. Even setting up a camera, though, isn't the camera going to get demolished demolished in this? And we see from that footage, it didn't even shake or anything. No. Just sat there. And then he... Just went in his little hatch. Opens, yeah, that little secret so door. It and doesn't make sense. So how did they get that footage? Mm-hmm. And who who has it? You know, was it the news? Where did it come from? Yeah, because Flidia gave it to him. Okay, I was going to say, who handed mm-hmm. him that VHS? Flidia I did. remember. Yeah, the assistant. <laughs> so it's like, they... So... But then that makes me feel like she did know that this was all right. fake because she like helped him record it then and if did all she that. Had it. Mm-hmm. And I guess in demolitions, there, I mean, some things survive. You know what I mean? Like things stack on top of each other. And, but how would they have known? Oh, let's set up a camera and it won't get demolished. You don't know. <laughs> but yeah, how did they have... Mm. <laughs> doesn't quite add up so i listen when i don't help you with the podcast which isn't often and then i listen to him i'm always like oh, i want to go watch that episode and now we're discussing this episode in more depth and i want to go rewatch this episode <laughs> and see if i can pick up because you're watching it and it's quick they're not very long, and you're trying to take notes. I know. They feel so short so when you're taking no- n- notes. When notes. When you're taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> but, and yeah, this one felt super short. But then when we can get together and discuss it, it's like, let's rewatch this. We need you, London, and Mariah on one. All, all of it. And we need to do a movie. That way it's longer. between all four of us, we can no but didn't you see someone set a camera up there no (laughs) our next movie is Loch Ness Monster Uh, we're kind of getting close to it but need to see if we can get all of us for a movie the Loch Ness Monster yeah that's a completely different story anyway anyway if anyone knows how this was played out let us know on our social media. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at SD Legend Podcast, or you can email us if you'd like. Our email is sdlegendpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you're watching, listening on YouTube, you can leave a comment on there. That's always appreciated. Or if you'd like to verbally talk to us about it, you can leave a voice message on uh, our anchor page just go to anchor.fm slash sd legend podcast and that way we can listen to it and discuss more <laughs> and i think that's gonna do it for this episode no oh we need a joke 
Oh! Someone go get a joke. <laughs> okay, since I filled out the joke, you found one. Well, no, you didn't fail, but I think the jokes are funny. They're so stupid, they're funny. But I just looked one up. Okay. You're not using our official book? We're not using the official book that was donated to us by my friend. <laughs> okay. Getting lots of inside scoops this episode. Yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend. If you don't stop making Scooby-Doo references, then I'll break up with you. Me. All right, gang, let's split up. <laughs> so stupid, it's fun. It's probably what Mariah thinks <laughs> <Right>? every day. <laughs> Mariah, <laughs> I know you'll listen to this. Do you ever feel that way? <laughs> Uh, probably but then she sits and says office and spongebob references so so we're balancing each other out she's like back at you with my references (laughs) (laughs) there's our silly joke you have to have that because i think it's fun you have some hey who has some funny scooby jokes send them in to us (laughs) yeah true give us some and and read them and we can even Say who you are that sent us the joke. Let's get some good ones. You can you can say it in the voice message, yeah. and we can use that as our joke. Right? We'll <laughs> use you. Yeah. Because that one voice message was so cute. Yeah, from Alex. That was so fun. We need more. We do. Come on, people. Help <laughs> us out here. Help Ashton out. Help you know who out. Ashton is. Help you're, him out. You're right? helping me out. That's right. Now I think that's going to do it for this episode. If we forgot something, well, we'll remember the next, hopefully. (laughs) Sorry, I keep inserting things. (laughs) Insert, insert. So thank you all so much for listening. We will catch you in the next one. Bye. Not sure who with. It might be me. Yeah, really. Who knows who it's going to be with. We'll see. It's always a mystery. I have someone new coming on soon, actually. Thanks so, for having me today, though. Thanks Appreciate for it. filling in. <laughs> Bye. Bye.